Hello, and welcome back. Last session, we laid the foundation of what context is about, what it does to your audience, how it can reassure your audience that you understand their reality. You know how they see the world. You see what they see. In this session, we'll look at describing context in a way that is intended to disrupt them. Some audiences don't want to be simply validated. They want to be, perhaps they need to be moved by you. You know, they're on this course and then bang, acted upon by a net external force. So, okay, for as long as any of us can remember, we've been the market leader. We behave like market leaders, we pay like market leaders. Trouble is, we're not. Based on end of year results, we are no longer first. We're third. So can you see that when you take this tack, you are really being the external force acting on an object at rest or one moving with a given velocity. Now, you can do it with mathematics. Um, so our market share has fallen from one third to 25%. Our major competitor has grown theirs from 31 to 37. You can, you can do it with a story about a person. Uh, look, I conducted an exit interview with a young lady named Amy, who was part of our High Potential graduate program. She told me her reasons for leaving was that she felt that the company was complacent and that our investment in innovation was tokenistic. You can do it with fascinating insights. Companies that make significant and conspicuous investment in R&D enjoy 50% greater attention of high potential employees than those who don't. The effect of this on your audience is not about providing comfort that you understand them. That's not what you want. You want your audience to appreciate, dare I say it, the reality. It's like your physician giving you some sober news. I've got your results and your cholesterol levels are dangerously high. You are in the high-risk category for heart disease and stroke. Now, you may not be happy about the diagnosis, but you'd rather know what you're dealing with than be ignorant. And I don't think that the, the articulation of context needs to be negative to be powerful. You know? I've got your results and they're all clear. You can add energy by focusing on telling detail. To reduce your cholesterol by that amount isn't common. Something's working for you. The principle of combining or even integrating two or more factors into the same reality applies here. It can be a very convincing display of intelligence. So, your bloods are all clear, which is quite impressive. However, your BMI suggests that you're carrying more weight than is optimal. Okay, so bloods are good but the patient still needs to lose some weight. Now that mightn't be what the patient wants to hear, but maybe it needs to be said. So the doctor can be explicit. My view is yes, you would benefit greatly from losing weight. This is context. The doctor can add power to the description of context by introducing the other factors in play. So what your bloods don't tell us is about the impact of that weight on your joints particularly your knees and ankles. Now, what's nice about that example 
is that it divulges the limitations of certain tests of well-being. It's like saying, okay, not everybody agrees that BMI is the best indicator of health. However, you have spoken about joint pain. So, if that's true, then it's objective. Fair enough. This is more of the validation side of context. It confirms that the doctor has been listening. And it's also the more proactive, disruptive type of context because it suggests something that the patient now can imagine for themselves. If they can't, then the doctor can spell it out. Okay, your bloods are good, okay? And that says that your circulatory system is doing well. Congratulations. Now, you've achieved that despite having a BMI that puts you in the obese range. Your heart's good, but you complain about aching joints. I still think you need to lose some weight. I think that this is the most interesting part of articulating context. We'll talk about the different levels of context in the next session. The most important thing to understand, and this is how you earn the right to be an effective communicator, you choose what is relevant and what is not. You can talk about what's happening in your industry, you can talk about what's happening in your team, you can talk about what's happening across the planet or in your heart. Take your pick and choose wisely. That's going to be your action learning. Choosing what you include to define a given context. See you in the next session. Bye for now.